Hello, everyone, and welcome into episode two of What the Schmidt. I want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who downloaded the first episode, who watched the video. Uh, I guess there was a little bit of confusion, uh, confusion, Guffy, to kind of start with here. I posted okay. uh, like a little bit of the video clip it yes. on Facebook to then push it towards Spotify. And I think everybody was thinking, I need to watch this entire video, but it's only two minutes and it's on here. And then there was some confusion. So that was my bad. We can clarify that. So the videos we are going to post are just little snippets of the recordings. Uh, as you've probably seen with uh, Talker Schmidt and the Schmidt Show, the Schmidt Show is pretty much all Facebook videos. Talker Schmidt also does the uh, little snippets. That's the kind of route we're going with this one. We're doing snippets. Look at it on Spotify. If you don't have Spotify, or one, grow up. Two, we're, <laughs> we're fixing. We're fixing that. We also have a, it's on Apple Podcasts as well. So if you have okay. a, an iPhone. It's on Apple Podcasts. If you have a, uh, I also think I have it on Amazon Prime. So, okay, cool. I believe so. There, it's on multiple streaming uh, sites, if you will. So that's kind of where we're at on that. But my apologies for that I have a new idea that I'm going to do this week. I'm hoping that people realize that it's audio, and then I can also still post video because I just think people want to see whatever shirts we're wearing because we have a pretty good shirt collection. Absolutely. I mean. We do. I'm I'm right now. I'm rocking the uh, National Soccer Club. The not the shirt I got during the inaugural season. Uh, next week I may be uh, wearing the scarf. Also, <laughs> maybe I may go dreadlocks. I don't know. Oh my! Are you going to turn into Chris Jericho over here? Just start wearing scarves on yeah. air? I mean, don't be an ass clown. That's all. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> all right, Guff. So uh, we have to go ahead and start this show off by telling people that the ghost hunting show is probably going to have to take uh, a little bit of a back seat. Uh, you a little have, bit. It's going to be. It's no, gonna be that's not ever happening. <laughs> well, Period. I guess we kind of explain what happened. You guys had some some Done. crazy things go on uh, at your house that night after we talked about it, uh, and then of course, uh, you know, I, I don't oh, want to go oh, too big oh. into it. Uh oh. We're watching Bills. Just Chiefs. so you guys know, we are we are both watching the Bills Chiefs game while we're recording this. Because yes, <laughs> I'm three yes. seconds behind Jordan, so that's why there's a delay in, in my response to his response. <laughs> All right, back on track. Sorry, I that play. Uh, gosh, when you guys see this later or tomorrow, even whenever it uploads, uh, you guys know what play I'm talking about. Yeah. So, holy cow. <laughs> wild uh yeah so the ghost hunting show is never happening in uh the casa uh pressing can do what he wants jordan uh mcguffey will not be a part of that because no <laughs> so you know how everybody talks about don't mess with the ouija board because if you invite the ghosts in that's where they stay and you have to get them out yeah i uh, know ouija board is opening that door you know in the paranormal world they're opening Wait, that door to no. <laughs> I thought that's where no. this all came from. I was like, come on, man. No, this there was no invite here, okay? It just <laughs> happens. It's like that, it's like your uh like your your sister or your brother showed up and just said, Hey, you mind if I crash on the couch and they just don't leave you, man. Uh it was a uh wild situation. I just lost a prop bit. Uh anyway, so after the show, we uh press and I enjoyed, as you saw. Uh, we enjoyed a few uh, adult beverages on air, and that's typically what, what I do. 
uh, specifically. I can't speak for anyone. But um, we're sitting on the couch about an hour and a half, maybe an hour, hour and a half afterwards. I believe is when I texted you about it. So we uh, heard this knocking upstairs. And we're just sitting on the couch, me, Preston, Tori. And sitting there just, I heard this knocking. I look around. Everybody, look, Tori looks at me like I'm crazy. Preston kind of has this look in his eye. And I heard it again. I look at him. I was like, you heard it too, didn't you? He's like, you mean the knocking upstairs? I'm like, yeah, where's the dog? And you guys got to meet Whiskey last week. Uh, the dog was right at her feet. Nothing was upstairs. Everybody that was, every living being in the house was downstairs by or on the couch. So we ran upstairs. We were like, game time. Here we go. At, at that point, I was like, okay, let's go ahead and get the cameras ready. <laughs> we didn't expect to film a ghost hunting this early <laughs> after the idea. Uh, went upstairs, you know, I'm coming upstairs. I'm like, hey, ghost, it's your boy, Jordan. I'm like, what do we got going? It stops. Completely stops. I was like, all right. We sat up here for about 30, 45 seconds, didn't hear nothing. So went back downstairs, continued doing what we were doing. And uh, I was laying in bed watching TV. Afterwards, like, after I'd gone to, gone to bed, my phone was not was on my bedside table, plugged up and charged. And I heard sound, it sounded like a phone, like a, the dial when you're calling someone. I heard that. Stop. I know I'm not calling one. I don't even have my phone on me. <laughs> I was like, man, you know, Apple, they like to do they like to do their shenanigans. Let's see what happened. Picked up my phone, complete wallpaper, plugged up, says like 67% charged. Then it rang again. After I put my phone back down, I was like, nope, I'm going. I'm, I immediately was like, prayer time. <laughs> uh, let's get let's get the demons up out of here. I haven't uh, had any uh yeah, I haven't had any uh run it since then. Maybe they understand that they were unwelcome. I was, it was a joke. I believe that uh, I'm out, Ghost. If you're watching the podcast, <laughs> if you're listening to if you're listening to anything, just know wasn't an invite. You were trespassing. Also, don't hurt me uh, because I'm not coming looking for you. That's it. Yeah, so that that's put the end to our uh, idea of the Ghost Show. Um, that was Nixed. kind of early on in, in the week that we nixed it, but... Uh, we'll figure out something else that we can record video wise that will look fun and that we can have some fun with. That's not uh, going to put us in any danger of any kind with paranormal or non-paranormal. So that's kind of where we're sitting at right now. Just uh, some other events happened during the week that Jordan and I were just like, you know what? It's probably best if we don't do it. We won't go too far into that. I don't want anybody to think anybody's uh, not doing all right or, or not safe, but you know, we definitely put a, uh, a kibosh the idea uh jordan one thing that i did see this week and and you know obviously with this show we really don't have a lot of topics that you know we come into the week talking about it's just certain things that you know we want to talk about uh one thing that i was going to bring up to you and i haven't said it yet because i just really wanted to like see your reaction yeah absolutely uh is there's apparently a video i believe was on tiktok that went around of this woman who is saying uh, or, or trying to tell people this is how you find out if your boyfriend or significant other has been cheating on you. And it's by taking a lint roller to the carpet of the floor and then seeing if it's just your hair and their hair that comes up or if it's uh, a different shade of hair color, then you know that that person is obviously not being faithful. What do you think about this? Uh, and, and what is your take on this? 
Well, one, if you're dating a forensic, like a forensic anal- like <laughs> analyst that works for the FBI or something that can test the hair that's collected on this lint roller, like, kudos to you. That's a come up. Uh, you're probably reaching and I've supported. Uh, secondly, if you're dating someone, man or woman, who is that asininely crazy, just to let you know, that's probably a red flag. If it's not red, it's at least orange, okay? Uh, me, personally, I've had experiences uh, with some with some females that may or may not have thought about doing something similar. <laughs> Just kind of the nature of the beast there. Uh, however, learn from my mistakes. <laughs> because at the same time, how do you know it's not hair? How do you know it's not? Unless you test the DNA. And if she's got your DNA, one... Congratulations on your pregnancy. Uh, and two, you may want to go get checked out or check to see if there's any track marks from drawing your uh, drawing your blood or you know any blood blood spots from hair missing from uh, your own follicles. That's my opinion. Yeah. So here is here's where I kind of got to a point where you know there's a lot of what if situations, right? So one of the big right. what if situations for me is what if this is like a house that you know the people before you that rented it, what if it's two females that rented before you and then it's their hair, you know I mean? Yeah. You can, you can vacuum up a lot. Um, yeah. you know, it, but there's still going to be something that could be left in a carpet. So, you know, you're dating someone who's a brunette and you know, maybe the people who lived there before you were blondes. There's a good possibility that could be something that goes around or it could be from say an X months and months beforehand, because let's be honest with you. There's a lot of guys out here and being clean, like clean is probably not the biggest thing. So they probably haven't ran a vacuum over the carpet uh, anytime soon. In a while, in a while. Absolutely. Since they, how moved do in. they know, how do they know that it's not a hair from that they collected from work where they have gotten home and it may have fallen off of their own clothes. So really, that's just a recipe for disaster. My whole my whole uh, mantra is: don't go looking for something you don't want to find. Because don't go ask questions you may not like the answers to. True. Or to solve all this, uh, make sure you Be have a, a place that has none. I was going to say just have hardwood floors, but yeah, sure. <laughs> that was that was <laughs> that was one extreme to just maybe having hardwood floors, but yeah, sure. Absolutely. That was, that was something I saw this week um, that uh, I guess kind of caught my attention. I was just kind of sitting there thinking like, man, like, I, I mean, like a, I'm just very thankful that I'm married, I guess. And I don't have to worry about the dating scene, hopefully for the rest of my life. Uh, um, you know, but that's just like, for me, I was like, dang, like, has it really gotten to the point now? And the craziest thing about all this is like people put this on TikTok on things that like, you know, millions of people will be able to see. So millions of people have seen that this dude's probably a cheater. My thing is this too, like what happened to the days where they would just hack your Facebook from the library computer in college? Like we went from, Hey, what's your email address and your favorite, you know, your dog's, your first dog's first name and your favorite number. And what's your favorite, you know, special character, like the at sign to, hey, what's your passcode to your, your iPhone or your uh, your Android phone to waiting to, I've seen videos where people are, oh yeah, you want to see if your person's cheating on you? Why don't you just wait till they go to sleep and use their facial recognition? Uh, to now, we're looking at lint rollers to maybe hopefully find a hair that wasn't left by the installers of that carpet eight months beforehand. And that goes for men and women. 
if you don't trust your significant other, what are you doing? Like, why are you even there? At the end of the day, do better for yourself. Just period. I don't care about them at this point. Do better for yourself. If you don't trust them, dip out. Yeah, I agree with you on that as well, man. Uh, one of the other things that I heard this week uh, on a on a radio show was a talk about, you know, obviously words that are, I guess, used differently depending on where you are in parts of the United States. And uh, there was a big conversation about the difference between or that that, you know, when you get to a point where you get like the sensation where your skin starts getting the little uh, little bumps on them. What do you call that? Mm-hmm. What, what do you, yeah, the goosebumps. Yeah. So apparently there is goosebumps. an argument yeah. between like goosebumps and that it should be called goose pimples. Why are we calling goose pimples here? Like I just don't understand that concept. What was, <laughs> do you have any, what <laughs> pimples are filled with like, I don't know, pus, I guess, or whatever, or I don't know. You can't, yeah, goosebumps from like I'm not getting I'm not breaking out every time I listen to you know Adele sing <laughs> or you know the Spanish version of Hero by by the you know the late great Enrique Iglesias like I'm not getting pimples from that I'm not breaking out I'm getting goosebumps because that is magical and beautiful all at the same time and I didn't know goose had pimples either I didn't know they could go through puberty. Yeah, I didn't either, but apparently there's also maybe that some people also say that they get goose flesh. Yeah. You still have flesh, they have feathers. We're digging in, but what's underneath the fle- uh, the feathers? The feathers. What's underneath the feathers? Uh, s- delicious, delicious meat. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I was just kind of thinking about that this week as well, because, you know, a lot of people will argue that, you know, when it comes down to things like, uh, depending on where you live at, it's either soda pop, or if you're in the South, everything's just a Coke. And then you specify what type of the Coke, Coke you want. want. Yeah. Right. Um, so that was one of the topics that came up with that. And I know that there's like, you know, especially in the Northeast, uh, there's a, the, the argument between Jimmy's and sprinkles. Um, I've heard somebody try to explain that to me. They're, they're the exact same thing, but then they're not according to some people, so you get Jimmy's on like soft. I don't know. You get you get like different things, and then of course you know like a cart and a buggy. Um, yeah. So my biggest thing is this: uh, um, people argue about this. People are out there arguing. I think people argue. I think people argue just for the sake of arguing at this point. To be honest, <laughs> us, we don't have any. You know, I use the term uh, at work the other day. I use the term Molly Watt, and everybody turned around and said, "What in the world did you su- just say?" I was like. Never heard of Molly Watt. Like, no, I was like, what about Slobber Knocker? And they were like, no. I was like, then you need to go back in 1995, Monday Night Raw, listen to, <laughs> to Jim Ross talk about a Slobber Knocker. I, I think that that might just it's be pretty self explanatory. You might have realized you're the oldest guy in the room right now. Not in our room, uh, but at I'm work. Not. I work with people twice my age. <laughs> I'm, I'm not either. I work with people twice my age. Oh man! Period. I guess it's that also could be why. Talk funny. That, that could be why as well, though. It could just be all the old people. I you might so. just literally be the gap there. Which brings me to another topic that I actually had in mind. So I'm glad we segued into that. Uh, kind of growing okay. up in the '90s and the Natural, 2000s. Organic. I'm telling you, '90s and 2000s. We we've kind of had the best of like <laughs> two generations, right? 
Like we really have like, the best and worst of two generations, to be honest. Uh, we, we yeah. I mean, we experienced Y2K. We didn't know what we were experiencing, but we were there. Uh, we have That's lived true. in what three, two different time, I guess, was it centuries, I guess. Yeah. So with that, like two millenniums, in, right? Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Yeah. So at that point, and most of us, depending on you know with today's healthcare, we may live in a third. It, I mean, I was born in to show my age, which you know sounded old there. I was born in ninety two. So if I make it to if I make it to one hundred and eight, I'm living in twenty one hundred. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's three and, centuries. You know, by maybe. then, I'll, that's that's three. And at that point. Who knows? I mean, I may end up with the guy who hangs out with Walt Disney and cryo froze him, or I may meet Boba Fett at some point. I may get bounty hunted. I don't know. That's Which brings me to a topic I've thought about quite often. Yeah, um, what's up? How is it that in every Star Wars movie it says in a galaxy far, far away a long, long time ago or whatever, yet they're using blasters made out of lasers, which we are the most advanced you know, species we haven't even mastered a laser to cut a diamond perfectly, much less use it as a weapon. And they also use swords. And they had, and the Star Stormtroopers had armor that couldn't stop either one. Do you want my honest How are they opinion to about like, this? Yes, please. You know, I really haven't paid attention. I only watched like the first three Star Wars movies, like the originals, and then I was as a young kid, and I haven't really watched anything from there. A wee little talk. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I had like, I had like the action figures, the little ones, you know, that you could get. Yeah, uh, I had it. I had my own Millennium Falcon, and um, that's about it, man. I, I really didn't like watch anything past the first three original movies, and I haven't watched any of the new things. It's disappointing, but yet fair at the same time. And what I'm trying to get at is, if you say it is a scenario instead of a scenario. Just stop talking. Go mute. Take a vow of silence. Pray to the Lord. Yeah, I That's just... That's the moral of the story. I, I've never... I don't know what it is, man. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people who, like, don't understand when I tell them that or, like, that it can't quite crop, comprehend that, like... I just have never really sat there and been like, yeah, I'm going to watch a Star Wars movie. Um, I, I watched I watched them when I was younger, and then I, I guess there was, like... I think what happened was when the, when the next three came out, um, with when it started with Anakin's story, a lot of people had such like like negative reviews about it that I was just like, well, I mean, what am I missing at this point? So That's I just kind of stayed I mean, away from episode, it. Episode one was hands down absolute garbage across the board. So I mean, even the Yoda got better when Episode two came out because we still went from the robot Yoda from the nineteen eighties or 70s or whatever, in episode one, which is in the 2000s again. And then episode two popped, and then we got CGI Yoda. So, I don't know. I, I don't blame you. I'm disappointed in you. But, you know, I don't blame you. I can't say anything. I wasn't a big Trek guy either. So, I mean, I can't really say anything. What if I – What would that be a good uh, – I guess a good podcast for me to sit down and watch them and then give you my reviews of them because I, I don't really like them to kind of go with it as well. So like, would it be just like me just kind of sitting there and giving just like the most like bland review of a, a movie that people love? 
do you think it would hurt our credibility if I did that? So I'm glad you brought that up because whenever we started this conversation, I was hoping we would go this route. And again, organic. Uh, so we just as all the listeners, we've we literally talked what we confirmed we were recording at what like two o'clock today. Yes. That's about all we've done thus far. And we that's yes. about it. <laughs> and that's how we that's how we're probably gonna do most of this, by the way. Uh I know if you watched the Schmidt show, I was all about no free plugs. This is 2021, new year, new show, same me, different mindset. Uh, we're here to spread the love, man. So there's another podcast that is on. So after you finish this one, if you have about an hour to kill, which depending, uh, you should watch How Is This, or you should listen to How Is This Made. Uh, it has Jason Manzukis, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was Andre from The League. And if you only know Jason Manzoukas is, he was Rafi from the epic show The League. Uh, they watch movies they've never seen before. Then they record a podcast reviewing that movie. Uh, they did a live recording in Chicago. They watched Space Jam and recorded it live. And if you want to hear some negative feedback from a crowd, tell the people of Chicago that Space Jam was garbage. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, I, think that'd be a, I think that'd be a dope concept, to be honest. Just, I think we should all pick one movie we haven't seen and just do a show just on and just debate whether it was good or bad. I could see that. I, I think that'd be good, um, a good show topic. We can leave it up to those of you who are listening. Pose that yeah, question. Send us a movie. Yeah, maybe on a Monday, pose that question. Now, if it, hey, I'm going to be honest with you, though. If it's something that's like, not that I'm trying to be rude here, but like if it's like a foreign foreign flick, uh, flick I'm probably not going to watch not it. Watching, uh, we'll veto I'm that. I'm not watching a French noir movie. If I'm not watching a French noir movie. <laughs> if it's something that will like literally just be nothing but like horror, I'm probably not going to watch it either. Um, no, especially with it. what's going um, on at Guffy's house right now. I don't think with that needs to be yeah, brought so in there. Let's nix the. Uh, let's go ahead and nix anything paranormal wise. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to watch Conjuring, Annabelle, anything to do with a ghost. Probably not demons at this point because I also tried to watch the show Evil. It's mm-hmm. I believe it's a CBS show. I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, made it through about an episode and a half, and I was like, Nah, well, we're good, we're good, because apparently the premise of the show is a forensic psychologist is employed by the Vatican to go around with. I'm still kind of confused at the dynamic, but there's a tech guy. And then there's a guy, there's a guy, if you you ever watched Lucifer by chance from Netflix and Fox? No. No. Uh, But there's the same, I think it's the same actor. I'm not entirely, somebody's going to crucify me for this and that's cool. Whatever. I don't care. (laughs) Um, But he's, he, I want to say he has something to do with the Vatican, but he goes around and investigates miracles and uh, possessions. And he tries to break it down and prove that it's not either one of those. Well, there's a there's another psychologist, uh, something Longwood, and he is a demon. And he starts trying to be the antagonist of the entire, I guess, the entire series. And I was sitting there listening. I was, you know, I was just trying to have background noise on because I'm the type I sleep with TV on uh, for background noise. And I had to turn it off. I started. I think I started watching like. Uh, Freaking Morty or something, just to give me give me back in the mindset. Fuller House, DJ yeah. Tanner. 
Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, also, if there's a series that, that you want us to watch, I mean, we could do something like that too. Watch a few episodes of a series, touch on those episodes while yeah. we're talking about the podcast and roll on to something else and kind of try to finish those up. Wouldn't mind. Uh, we're always looking for something good to watch. And, and obviously, Guffy, if there's something that you want me to watch and then I reminisce on it with you that you've already watched, you can always push that to me. That'll be another idea we have for shows. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and Lucifer's good. I'm going to go ahead and throw that at the top of your list. It's like seven seasons. Just probably won't watch it. It's actually really, it's a, it's, it's a comedy. It's not like a horror or anything like that. No, I, I've, I mean, I've seen the, I've seen the highlights of it. I just, you know. Okay. Okay. Not your style. Got it. No. Uh, I'm not going to watch again, not watch anything paranormal. Uh, I'm not watching anything that would potentially uh, make me cry. Uh, so I'm not going to rewatch uh, the green mile. Already seen it. I cry every time. I'm uh, man enough to admit that. Uh, I'm not going to rewatch The Office uh, strictly because of the series finale that also made me tear up. Uh, Ethan, I know it's, I need to know exactly what part I'm talking about. Uh, for those of you ha- who haven't watched it, well, I guess the time to, now we can spoil it for you because <laughs> it's not on Netflix anymore. Um, I believe it's on Peacock or whatever. Who's, who's buying Peacock? Crap. You know, I don't know. Joe Exotic. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, haven't watched that. But either, no, sorry. So, okay, so you need to watch that. One. That's when. <laughs> I miss the Joe Exotic days, okay? Like, those were the days of 2020 that we all were together as a, as a society. Mm, okay. Well, we'll, uh, okay. we'll look it's at like it. A TV book club. We'll, <laughs> we'll text about it. We'll see what we like. Um, we might bring in some other people. If somebody gives us a good idea of a show to watch, we can always have them sneak in here with us and talk. One question I have for you, Guffy. Um, kind of going back to, like, the whole, like, being in the 90s and 2000s as a kid growing up. Was there ever anything that you saw, like whether it was on TV um, or like in movies that like was always like, I, I guess, kind of shown that made you think that like when I get older, I'm always going to have something like this in my possession. Was there anything like that? Because like for me, it was like a car phone. Like everybody had a car phone. Now we have cell phones. So we really don't need a car phone. We yep. can look up obviously with Bluetooth. But like everybody who was like anything in like New York and all those like sitcoms like Seinfeld or Frasier or anything like that, like they always had a car phone. So I thought that was like an item that we were going to have growing up uh, or like every car would just have it in there eventually. But obviously the cell phone came around. So fun story about that. My grandparents actually had a car phone. Like my grandma had a car phone in one of her vehicles, but like back in back in the early two thousands, late nineties. Honestly, I thought everyone's gonna have a pager for the for the longest time. To be honest, <laughs> like true story. I had, I didn't know one. I don't even know how a car phone works. And two, I just thought everybody was gonna have a pager just because if you watch any like if you watch Seinfeld, you know Kramer's getting pages from from Newman and, and whatnot. And uh, I was like, okay, we're gonna do that now. I also thought they were always going to be like uh, those self-help, like Frasier type radio shows uh, all the time. Little do we know. Now we have YouTube and podcasts. You're you guys are welcome. Yeah, that was just something that kind of like came into my mind. It, it, we saw so much happen within like just really like 20 years of life. We saw so many new things. And then um, like movie stores. I never thought like movie stores would go, you know, out of like 
Blockbuster or anything like that. And I know they're just closing family video for anybody that's been around a family video. It's normally, it was still around when I was in the UP, there was one in Joplin as well. So it's kind of in smaller communities, but I always thought, you know, that there would always be video stores. And then sure enough, you know, when Blockbuster went out, it was just kind of like, holy crap. And like, uh, what plan uh, Hollywood planet or planet video, yeah. planet video, Hollywood video, yeah. planet video, yeah. uh, captain video and tanning, uh, like those places also thought, hear me out here how is it that we went from having tanning salons inside of a captain video you know fast forward 30 years we still have separate tanning salons like what happened like you have spray tanning these days we're so health conscious as a society yet we're still gonna go bake ourselves with uv rays but we can't have 5g like i just really don't understand this at all <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Easy, easy. We're gonna get started getting watched here. Um, <laughs> um, but Dude, yeah, no, I am being watched. It's a ghost. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're you're kind of you're just pretty much screwed. Um, yeah, I, I guess blame the five G and call it a day. Yeah, that's that's what apparently that's what people do. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. It was just like one of those things. I was kind of sitting there and um, I was thinking about just like you, you watch like stuff from the '90s and you're just like, man, this is always going to be here. And then it's just now that we look at it, it's like it's not even anything uh, remotely close to it. And I, and I think obviously the growth, like just that boom in technology really fixed all of it. Because I mean, you got to think when the first iPod came out, um, we were all kind of sitting there like, holy crap, this is like one of the greatest inventions ever. And then, you know, by the time that we were, at, well, at least we, well, I guess both of us would have been in high school is when the iPhone came out. And then that was just like the biggest groundbreaking thing ever. And now they've gotten bigger and smaller and now bigger again on sizes of iPhones and, and just the technology that, you know, each phone company and, and, and brands trying to bring and the TVs are getting, you know, more intelligent and everything we do is getting more intelligent. When we were like five or six in the nineties, you know, I don't think our parents would have ever thought that they would have technology in their palm of their hands that they probably can't learn how to use but that they, you know, that they would have that, that way of, of life where everything is just a little bit simpler than it was. I mean, less than, less than 20 years ago. It is wild. That if you really think about it, it was 20 is about 20 years that everything is kind of as a society, I guess, and really our generation is really that really steamrolled that forward. Uh, but like we went from watching like power Rangers in the late eighties and early nineties. And you're talking like, to like Zordon, like, like they're on their watch and like, oh, blah, blah, and it's a suspicious alien technology. I can, right now, I be careful because I can say, hey, and then Siri, I can't say it too quick or cut into the show, obviously, right. but she'll answer any question I need. Yeah. From across the room. Or I, I can say, hey, Google, because it's not, it's not the phrase I have to use. <laughs> but he can answer, well, I can play trivia with a, a little round box that's connected to the internet. I can ask it anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how are we still surrounded by stupid people? That is another question. Um, not, not, I'm, I'm not talking about like differing views or I may think that your view is stupid or anything that I mean, just, it just not intelligent people. <laughs> <laughs> you have in the palm of your hand, you can ask your phone, any question at all. And yet you're still dumb. <laughs> you're just dumb. 
Yeah, that's also one of the things that like drives me up the wall. Um, like a platypus has a hierarchy than most people. Yeah, and, and like growing up for me, like, uh, and you know my brother really well. If I had a question, we had a set of encyclopedias. So instead of Cody just giving me the answer, he would say, "Why don't you go look it up?" And then I noticed as I started getting older that like even the generation that was following me, a lot of them are just like, "Hey, what's this?" And I'm just like literally you have a phone in your pocket that can like give you any answer you want. Every kid really growing up from, I guess about 2007 on like born from 2007 on would never have to really open an encyclopedia or a dictionary or any type of book because it's literally all going to be on a phone that they will more than likely get before we got our first phones. So yeah, that's, that's just kind of like mind boggling to me. It just doesn't make sense because I remember the days where the people would, like the, the kids trying to pay for college would come to your front door and try to sell you the Encyclopedia Britannica. And as kids were like, hey, yo, I'm going to always need this because that, how else am I going to know anything? How else? I, I had to spend four hours trying to figure out the blood temperature of a squid. Like, I'm going to need to know this and I'm going to have to have this book to know it. Now, like. I just feel like as a society, our intelligence level, like our dependence on electronics has gone up. Our self-sufficiency has gone down. It, it should be rel- in, in a relative fashion. But at the same time, though, as a technology goes up, people just want you to tell them the answer when it's right here. Like it's just, I just, it's, I, just, it's just that far. Just that far. <laughs> and now that I'm sitting here listening to this conversation in my head after I'm talking, I really understand what my, I sound like my father. Yeah, I was about to say that you and I actually sound, <laughs> I sound like, like my dad five right now. We don't sound like we're, you know, two guys. Uh, well, you're not okay, 30 boomer. yet, but uh, I definitely am. So that's just kind of like in my mindset right now. Um, you know, we're definitely getting very old that we have to like look at younger people and say, why don't you just use your phone? Um, because it's literally right there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're about 800 years old after this episode airs. Uh, for anybody listening, we're we're the old ones. Um, I you remember in, in you remember in like high school for us it was probably like late middle school, early high school, wherever you're uh, like when you were taking your math class, your math teacher's like, oh, can't use a calculator for this because you're ne- you're not always going to have a calculator. Jokes yeah. on you. My iPhone is a scientific calculator. Amen. Yeah, and and I, remember, I can I remember it, ask Jeeves. Yes. Yeah. I thought, I thought ask Jeeves would be around forever, man. That was my, they went to ask. Yeah. They didn't want to just ask.com. Mm-hmm. And then now it's just Google. Let's try to just Google. Dang. And anybody can literally type in eight zero zero eight five on their, uh, on their phone now. So flip it upside down. I <laughs> uh, still looks like five, like an upside down eight zero zero five because the numbers just, just don't make sense. Yeah, it's not it's uh, not like how those calculators work. But yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it, you don't understand if you if you don't know what we're talking about, you're too young to understand. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this podcast is for you, <laughs> but please yeah, keep we'll, we'll listening talk- and subscribing. <laughs> <laughs> please hit that like and subscribe button. Please leave a comment and a review at the bottom. <laughs> If you if you hate our show, just uh, write why you hate Guffy, and he will answer that on the next episode. Live on the air. Yeah. Oh, and man. Funny story. I will, I may or may not name drop you and either apologize or just tell you I really don't care. Who knows? We'll take bets. It's probably going to be on the second one. I would put, I'd put good money on that. 
I know it's not be pretty well. I know it's new show, new year, but it's same guff sometimes. So uh, <laughs> same me, man. I've tried to change for the past ten years, and it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, Guffy just uh, looks like the as we're watching this Chiefs game, they're actually learning how to stay with teams and not letting them get more than uh, eleven points ahead of them at this time. Um, That's kind of scary. Well, yeah. Um, rough weekend for me on 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 NFC Championship game, but you know we're. Uh, when we do this show and we, we kind of make up things as we yeah, go, I know when we make up this show and as we go along doing this show, um, we really don't have any, any goal of what we want to talk about. We just like to have fun conversations. Um, so what do you have anything else? Do you have any questions that, that you want to bring up or any questions you want to pose to, to try and get some sort of answer? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Um, well, I guess look, let's touch back on the whole nostalgia topic we just spent the last, you know, few minutes talking about. You know, there's one thing. What's one thing from like our childhood that you thought that there is that like, you look back now and you're like, how in the world is this still here? Like, it's kind of take the question you asked me and just flipping it on its head. I was gonna make a joke, but I'm gonna hold off for a second. Um, no, say it. Say it. I was gonna say. It, I was gonna say, it, say, it, say it. I was going to say Betty White. <laughs> I mean, the woman's that's pushing 100. <laughs> but I mean, that's just me. That's just me. So remember this whole demon conversation we talked about? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I don't think that. Um, she's a saint. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, she's hilarious still. I mean, even, I, I mean, think about that. She was, she was still doing sitcom shows like in her 90s. Like she was guest starring on sitcom shows. That's great. And doing commercials. Like she's she got just roasted amazing. in the early two thousand, the mid two thousands. <laughs> I'm trying to think what uh, what was something from our childhood. I have mine. I I don't think I don't think you're going to choose mine, but I have okay. mine. Okay. Well, say yours. Say yours, and okay. then I'll continue to think because I'm kind of at a loss for. I'm just trying to rack my brain around it. Okay, so. This is, I'm not saying I necessarily, this isn't a negative connotation. It's just kind of like, how is this still like relevant in today's term? Professional wrestling. How in the world have we gone from when I was a child and I would watch The Undertaker and they said he was from Death Valley. Uh, I was like, yo, Death Valley's got to be scary then <laughs> because The Undertaker is a, <laughs> is a scary dude. And then up until probably, I still don't necessarily know if I fully believe the fact that this is false, but like Kane and The Undertaker being brothers back in like like legitimate brothers. When I was a kid, I remember being like, eh, they don't really look alike. And most brothers look alike. The Undertaker doesn't wear a mask. Like that kind of stuff. Uh, but now like with the way that, because back then you got to think it was like the whole like, I listen to, I'm sure you have to see a number of interviews from like some of these like Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker and like Paul Heyman or anybody like that. And everybody was like, back in the day, you kept it, you kept it tight. If you were out in public, you were in character. If you were seen out, you were in character. You didn't talk about what happened behind the scenes. And now we still have Google and all this stuff is out. It's a hundred percent fake. Everybody knows that The Undertaker, his name is not The Undertaker. Everybody knows that, Kane is the real Glenn Jacobs is the mayor of Knox County, uh, which I'm still kind of upset. 
he never used my campaign term as a big orange machine, but we'll, we'll me and me and Glenn will take care of that one. Um, but like even now, like it's Monday Night Raw is the longest running episodic television show since like what 1989 ish, something like that. It is 91, it's been on every single Monday. Three was when Raw's war started. It's been on every. That's been every single Monday night for almost thirty years. That's longer than The Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, and that's why you know it's been played so much to the younger generation. Uh, for those of you who are wrestling fans, whatever, uh, kind of knowing this is why they do kind of tr- still try to play it to the younger generation because the younger generation still will believe um, in certain yeah. characters, and, and I think that's why they've tried to do that mass appeal for so long. Um, of you know what uh what you know the storylines are because you you could believe it if you're a little bit younger um and that's why and you know this that's why a lot of the writing has gotten very um more animated and less dark less uh provocative less revealing than it was when we were growing up because when we were growing up it was a lot of realism and it was that they were trying to play onto like a, a feeling of just real life and uh, I think that's, I mean, honestly, that's what really spawned a lot of things like UFC and MMA, because the generation that grew up from, you know, and realizing that wrestling was scripted, wanted that real aspect. And so that's why there's a, I feel like a huge fan base that really jumped in with UFC and MMA, because they were able to really see something real life, people beating the heck out of each other. Um, and they liked that. And, and that's why, you know, the older generation stopped really getting into wrestling where, you know, I can remember growing up and the older generation loved wrestling in the eighties in the, in the seventies and eighties. And really even in the, you know, mid to late nineties until um, what's his face destroyed kayfabe. I can't remember. There's a, if you've ever seen uh, we, I watched dark side of the ring. I know you probably do too. Um, but dark side of the ring, it broke the guy who showed, yep. showed how wrestling was fake. It showed that story. Um, and I can't remember exactly who it was, but that's really where we saw kind of that, I guess, decline. I can't the- either. Remember I was listening. I forgot his name. Yep. Yeah. So that, I guess that's well, kind of where is, you- like, look at back at like, what was it like 97 when the big show? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's like 1997. In one segment where I'm watching Trish Stratus uh, in a wet t-shirt contest as, you know, at five years old, I have no idea what I'm watching at this point, but she's in a wet t-shirt contest. And then the next segment is the big show at his father's funeral, who his father really did pass away days before that. And big boss man shows up in a car, tells a change of the casket and drives off through the casket. The worst part about that was this was at a cemetery, and there were live funerals going on in this cemetery. Correct. And now we have – I think now they're trying to take that spin back and trying to get some of our generation back into that nostalgia aspect with some of the darkness, uh, like the lighting people on fire. Um, the Undertaker, he's retired. Uh, he deserves it. Uh, but kind of playing up with characters with that supernatural aspect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I do agree with you. I think that kind of sparked because back in the day, though, everybody was like, oh, wrestling's real. Wrestling's real before kayfabe got broken up or got broken out. And if you don't know what kayfabe is, basically what that is, is basically like the uh, 
the secrecy, like the unwritten rule of the secrecy pact of keeping everything in the backstage kind of thing. Uh, but back then, you got to think when that was big, everybody was hating on boxing for being fake, people throwing fights, the mafia being involved, uh, just things like that. And I really, I, I would like to go back and watch some of the, like look at some more of the history of the MMA's point during that same time frame because that was more underground. That was more brutal. That was more barbaric. And it just really wasn't as accepted as it is now as a mainstream kind, like in the mainstream media, mainstream society like it is now. Because, I mean, what would the world be right now without a Conor McGregor in it? Yeah. Yeah, and that, I was going to say the same thing. You, you go from people imitating, you know, doing the DX, uh, you know, crop ch- uh, crotch chop in school when we were growing up to now people wanting to be, you know, do the Conor McGregor walk. And it's just a difference. I feel like with with people kind of floating into that realism of, of actual fighting in the octagon compared to, you know, being in a ring and and knowing that somebody has been told beforehand, this person's going to win. And granted, sometimes that changes mid match, but a lot of times, you know, you know, who's going to win, at least the the actual wrestlers know before they even step in the ring. Thanks a lot, Vince. <laughs> I don't know if it's Vince uh, per se, uh, but yeah, man, I, I agree. What, what's up? Oh, about that. So <laughs> the reason I blame Vince for all of this, I know I'm kind of getting off on a little bit of a tangent. We're gonna have to rope this back in. But there's a few years ago during I can't remember what WrestleMania it was. It was a Brock Lesnar-Seth Rollins match. It was scripted that Seth Rollins was going to win. This is, I think, during the 2000, or this was like during the season six or something episode, right when the Night King dropped in Game of Thrones. Seth Rollins comes out with, you know, the Night King kind of gear. He had the blue eyes, the blue gear. He came out looking like with like the ice instead of the fire and everything like that. Vince literally mid-match as he's going out or not mid-match, but as he's walking down the ramp changed the outcome of the match because he quote unquote, didn't understand it. He changed it. And then Brock Lesnar retained. I thought that was the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar one, that main event. That was, that that was, fact, that that was changed was, mid-match. That one was changed that, mid-match because of the reception. That was the Royal Rumble. That was the Royal Rumble when he got injured, taken to the back. And Triple H ended up winning. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I just kind of always feel that when we see the 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 generation that doesn't understand, or the people who just sit there and just crap on wrestling, it's just because you know it. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it a lot of it comes down to people saying the thing is that um, you know. I mean, and I, I I think Sting was quoted saying this that it's just like a grown uh, it's a man soap opera and that's why people don't that, like it anymore. Ex- but that's exactly what it is. That's the easiest way to describe it. If you've never been to a live show, you're missing out. It will change your entire outlook. Yeah, I, I say that. I've I've been I've been to a live show. I've been able to you know participate in a few live shows with obviously not with WWE because you know uh, I'm just a short fat white guy. Um, but. Yeah, that's not his fault. That's uh, thanks a lot, Carbs. Um, but oh, for I thought him, we were going to blame Jeff Jarrett for this one. No, that's also Jeff Jarrett. Um, but no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me at least, I've been able to do a few like uh, um, hype man stuff, and and the shows are just always so much fun. And being able to be a part of the back and like getting to actually interact with everybody's really cool. So, um, but yeah, the nostalgia trip that we've been on um, 
in this episode has been uh, really fun just because it gives us a chance to kind of look back at it. I know growing up, I just, I still don't really know, I guess. I, I just really, I'm a big fan of how everything has changed. Everything's evolved. Um, I know a lot of people get upset at the fact of like when a show or a movie gets rebooted, they hate that. And I can kind of understand that. I know they're, um, I, I just saw, or I just heard recently, and, and I might be like way late to the party here, but they are, um, they rebooted Walker, Texas Ranger. I did not see that. Yeah, it's on. Also, how can someone do a spinning back kick like that in Wranglers? <laughs> Norris is a, he's a saint as well, by the way. Yeah, that might be. Walker, Walker, uh, so I think the show is called Walker, um, and I believe it's on CW. We might have to review it. Um, we but may yeah. have to. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, they also rebooted uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. It comes out this year as well. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, saw our preview then, for it actually during the game. And then you also see the amount of um, shows and like just the fact, I mean, think about how many different generations of Batmans there's been, you know, different generations of Supermans there's been, um, you know, the different amount of Spider-Mans that there's, you know, just all this different type of, uh, you know, until really the Marvel uh, era really got started and really could make what they wanted in their cinematic universe. Uh, a lot of times you were seeing a lot of reboots of superheroes and seeing them in different lights. And, you know, the 1950s Batman was a lot different from George Clooney, who was a lot different from Christian Bale. It was a lot different than Val Kilmer. But at the same time, though, I think that's not so much different as that really just kind of plays along the lines with that whole, you know, that arc, that character arc anyway. Uh, because you have your DC Batman, you have your Dark Horse Batman, you have uh ethan schmidt comics batman like you have a lot of different comic book variations of those characters as well and that kind of plays a little part too where if you're watching if you watch uh spider-man into the spider-verse it plays in that as well and as he goes through different universes of spider-man and don't forget spider-pig which i've also seen i've also heard rumors he does whatever spider-pig does (laughs) can't can't shoot web can't walk on walls uh, Which can we talk about how great that movie was? Also, by the way, the Simpsons movie, movie has pretty much predicted this entire. Uh, you mean the Simpsons <laughs> as a whole predicted the entire society? I don't. If we talk about that, you're already having issues with Ghost Man. You might just have issues with who knows what else. If if we get dude, into the FBI is going to sell the FBI is going to sell my house at some point, <laughs> Mr. McGuffey. I'm just, I'm just going to respond with this is Rusty Shackelford. <laughs> I'm the legal counsel for Rusty Shackelford, and they throw pocket sand. Yeah, no, I, that, <laughs> that's uh, that movie was really good. I, I got, I think I saw like there's certain movies where I'll watch it like multiple times in a movie theater if I really like it. Like, I'm willing to spend that amount of money, which you know, that's, we, that's a we, dumb we, amount of we money. We did that with Batman, we did that we did. with Batman The Dark Knight, yes, we did. So, that, that was a movie, um, that was a movie that we did that with, uh, Dark Knight Rises, Before I think, we go- we did it too. Can we go to a minute? Do you remember when we were there watching The Dark Knight uh, at Governor Square 10? That the night that, you know, the terrible incident yes. in Aurora happened. And yes. then we had the storm in Clarksville. Granted, all of us in this group, there were probably, what, like maybe 10 of us that showed up. It was like me, you, Cody, Clonard, like Corey may have been there. I don't know. We had like five to 10 people with us. Yeah. Every one of us, well, I think we went to what? A, I think we went to like a Mexican restaurant and, and uh, participated in Frozen Friday or something like that before it happened. Uh, 
or we did something similar. Correct. Not that we're condoning that, but it was also, also the midnight. Pre- <laughs> it was also the midnight premiere, uh, just a few hours before in a different time zone, of course, because the roars in Colorado is a different time zone. Uh, we had all got notifications like on our phones that, you know, breaking news, this happened in Aurora, Colorado. Mm-hmm. About that time, we're about, what, 38 seconds or so into the movie. The power goes out in the theater and all the lights go off. Yep. As well, I would have been what, like, I definitely was 21 at the time. Uh, I was absolutely also correct. <laughs> I was, I, I was terrified. I was like, well, if this is the way, I, <laughs> this is the way I'm going to go. At least I had a fun time. That's just, that was just a wild happenstance. Yeah, that was that was crazy. I remember that because um, I think that was the Dark Knight Rises. We went and watched it. It was the one was, with the joke. Well, it was the one with the Joker. So it was, it, well, it no, was, it, it, was know, it was definitely Dark it was the one with Bane because I think Jake Brinkman went with us and he was making fun of the the voice immediately. We, Aurora, I thought Aurora happened with the Joker because the the Aurora happened with the guy with the Joker, right? Where he dressed up as the Joker and came in and I, I think it shot, was shot the movie. I believe that the outage, because I was still in high school when Dark Knight came out. And we unfortunately... Had to be Dark, yeah, it had to be Dark Knight Rises then. Yeah, we unfortunately were not in the same county or near the same county at that point. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, but I do remember that night. Uh, um, that might have been the Frozen Fridays talking, bud. Um, <laughs> I had a few of those in my day. <laughs> but I do, I just do remember that because we started talking because... Uh, I remember Jake was with us and he was making fun of the, the voice of Bane. And then all of a sudden that was when the out went out and we were like, Holy crap, is this the end of us? And then the next day he had behind us. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big dude. I remember, (laughs) I remember the next day I called you and I was like, listen, I'm going to watch this movie. So nobody spoils it for me. I'm going at noon when it opens and we went at noon. So they gave us our tickets back. They gave us our tickets back. And I took off where I called. I I was at work when you called me. I told my boss, I was like, look, supposed to go last night. I'm going to go at noon today because we're all going back. Uh, work, you're going to take off to go watch a movie. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. It was more priorities. It was it was just to make sure that we didn't miss. I mean, like, I just don't want anybody spoiling that movie for me. And at that point, no, that we had really hype. gotten into the height of social media, too. So there was a lot of people who, you know, would watch a movie and then just literally just blow it up on social media. And you're like, all right. I mean, people still do that, like, you know. But um, that was like really I mean, now, now we can like we're mature enough to work and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to get on Facebook or Instagram or whatever until I see this. Right. To avoid watching, seeing these spoilers. And back then, what was it? The 21 year old days. That's all we did. <laughs> when we in class or on Facebook, uh, right. people were taking their laptops to, to class and recording, but on Facebook. Yeah, so that's when social media really took its hit off, too. I mean, we were studying. Definitely, all of my all of the time I spent in the library was definitely one hundred percent sober and definitely focused. That's uh, that's for anybody who's listening and not not being able to see what's going on here. Um, yes, and anyone who ever wants to uh, settle down and have a life with me, that's exactly what I did in college. <laughs> Oh man. Um, Guff, it's been a, it's been a great show, man. Um, any final words for the people here? Uh, you and I have also talked about this 
Got I would love to wear again. I've talked about this last, you know, last week. I was going to bring it up again this week because we didn't have really any feedback or engagement with this. Uh, if you hate the show, if you love the show, if you have a comment about the show, you know, questions, comments, concerns, emotional outbursts, anything like that, uh, hit us in the comments. DM us. You can find me at uh, at McStruffles on Twitter. You probably have me on Facebook if you're watching this. Like the clip. Uh, I believe my Instagram is jmcguffey15 or anything like that. Or if you have my cell phone number, feel free to text me at that point and just give us some feedback. We'd love to have some like reviews from the listeners on like and just if you tell us our show sucks, tell us why, and we'll get on the show, read your comment live, and tell you why you're wrong. I mean, it's just pretty simple. Or why you're right. I mean, they could be right. Let's <laughs> they, not let's not beat around the bush here. They could be right. Yeah, they're, they're probably, chances are they're probably right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Guffman, it's been another great week uh, getting to talk with you here just about random things in life. Um, For episode two of What the Schmidt, I'm Ethan Schmidt. He's Jordan McGuffey. We hope that you guys join us again next week. Thanks so much for listening, everyone.